0: Welcome to the GeoLearning podcast series, a conversation with experts at GeoLearning. Outsmart. Outmaneuver. Outperform with GeoLearning. I'm Craig Olson, Director of Marketing at GeoLearning, and today we're with Frank Russell, President and CEO of GeoLearning. Frank, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much, Craig. Frank, it seems like when we talk about empowering external audiences with an extended enterprise solution, the concept is being adopted and
1: endorsed by the analyst community. But can you define how you see the extended enterprise? For me, when I look at the whole universe of learning and development and talent, you can really kind of separate it into two major areas. One is the traditional employee development area, where I may want to train my internal employees in basic kinds of mandated training, sales training, those kinds of things. But there's a whole nother area out there that we call the extended enterprise. That really means reaching out to an audience that's outside of the internal organization. This could be non-traditional employees, part-time employees, contract employees, but more importantly it could be independent selling agents, it could be channel partners, and it could even be your customers. So really what we're talking about here with this extended enterprise concept is how do we reach outside the organization to basically influence people that have a profound effect on the success of our business.
0: Now, as we talk about how geo-learning is helping transform business, is that the essence of the company's messaging, outsmart, outmaneuver, outperform?
1: Exactly. When we talk about those three words, you know, there's a lot that goes behind that. First, when we look at the word outsmart, what we're really trying to do is say, how can organizations leverage technology to capture and share organizational knowledge and wisdom? to give you a sort of a case study in this we have a large search engine company that will remain nameless and they basically wanted to influence an external audience these were advertising agencies and people in those advertising agencies traditionally the search engine was sort of seen as sort of the great evil out there taking business away from the advertising agencies so this this company came up with the idea what if we set up a training program to help certify these people and how to use our tool. And what they've been able to do very effectively then is convert that audience over so now advertising agencies don't see them as a competitor, they see it as another tool to expand their business. That's one way in which this particular search engine company has used technology to sort of outsmart their competition. And that's what we really mean by the concept of outsmart. Now if you look at this concept of outmaneuver, What we're really talking about is helping organizations become more agile. We may have a big corporate bureaucracy or whatever, or we may have a very small organization that has to compete on a global environment. The idea here is, How can we get these organizations to move faster, release products more quickly, disseminate information out to people in the field more rapidly, that sort of thing. And so this outmaneuvering is, how can I teach the elephant to dance, so to speak? And we have an organization that's a client, and they're in the technology area, and they build the power systems that go into laptop computers and desktop computers. This organization literally releases a new product almost every week. So they needed to come up with a way that they could basically outmaneuver their competition globally, get information out in a very quick and timely basis. So they used our technology to do that sort of thing. And today they can have their product experts design, develop and release a new product almost on a weekly basis. Now you're talking about a true competitive advantage where this small little organization can outmaneuver some of the bigger competitors in the marketplace. And finally, outperform. Underlying all of this is the word performance. What we're really going after is the concept of business results. And we have a large cell phone company and basically what they were challenged with is they released one of their new cell phone products and they found that if they sold it in a company store that they had a lower return rate. If they went out to these little kiosks and sold that particular technology with people that weren't company employees, they had a much higher return rate. So when we looked at this with this particular client. We discovered this was a classic training problem. The reason they were getting more returns is the people that weren't well-trained within the organization, like an internal employee, didn't understand the product, didn't know how to communicate with the end user, and therefore they got frustrated with it and they would return it more often. By setting up this training program for these external selling agents, they were able to reduce the return rate on that product And for every point they reduced it, it meant millions of dollars to their bottom line. So when we talk about outsmart, outmaneuver, and outperform, what we're really talking about is helping organizations meet their business needs and their business results.
0: And it seems like it would be even more critical during these recessionary times because it seems that a number of verticals have been able to leverage knowledge to cut costs and remain competitive. Can you comment on that?
1: Absolutely. One of the great advantages of using this type of technology for the extended enterprise is it allows you to leverage things that you could never do in the past. We have a financial planning organization, and they literally have thousands of offices in North America, and a lot of these offices are in little towns and hamlets in the country and all over. And so they had a massive training need. They had an old technology that they were using, which was basically a satellite delivery methodology, which worked for them for a while, but it was very expensive and it wasn't very agile. And so we came in, introduced our extended enterprise technology with them, and they were able to cut their costs by millions of dollars. But more importantly, they were able to reach out to these folks and train them at all times when, you know, you can't, you don't want to be trained when you're making a sales call down the street. It's when I come back or I'm waiting waiting to go in in my car or whatever, so we designed an extended enterprise program. I'm happy to say that today that organization delivers for every minute of the day, week, month, year, whatever, 24 hours a day they deliver, on average, three training programs per minute. So you're talking about hundreds of thousands of training programs that are delivered through that system. The impact of all of that is that's a highly regulated industry. Laws, regulations are changing constantly. Sometimes they're national changes, sometimes they're regional changes, whatever. It gave them a highly agile system, saved them millions of dollars. It allowed them to deliver the payload that they needed. So that was a great solution for them. We have another customer that is a computer manufacturer, one of the biggest in in the world, and they wanted to monetize training. By that I mean they had laptops and desktop computers that they manufactured. They also had servers that they manufactured and they provided training for those kinds of things. Well, they did classroom training, online training, all different types of training with that. We were able to take that and that training was then delivered to their customers, their small business users, and their large business users too, and they were able to create a system where they could sell that content to their customers. They make hundreds of millions of dollars on that, but even more important than the money they make on that is the fact that if I now know how to use Windows 7, or I know how to use the latest Office program more effectively, or I know how to install a server and do it and I'm certified, that sort of thing, I become a much more loyal customer. So, if I feel good about the laptop I just bought or the computer I just bought, I know how to make it sing and work because I've been well-trained and it was convenient and delivered over the internet, easy for me to use. Next time I want to go buy a computer, I'm going to go back to that same company and buy it again. So, I make money, but I also create greater customer loyalty. That's a huge advantage to that organization when they use this extended enterprise solution.
0: Now, GeoLearning delivers its solution as a software, as a service, and historically, that wasn't in fact but now it's in vogue. How important is that to being able to service the extended enterprise?
1: I believe this concept that we sometimes call SaaS, software as a service, is absolutely critical. As you know in our history, we were a pioneer in this area in the learning and talent industry. Uh, We started the company back in 97. At that time, it was basically called a hosted environment, and now we call it a SaaS environment. But we pioneered this concept and idea of saying, you know, we're going to host the hardware and the software for the client so they don't have to worry about updates and all these other kinds of things. The reason this is critical for the extended enterprise, if you have a traditional software package that's installed behind the firewall, the challenge with that is that's usually in a very locked down, you know, secure environment. The whole idea behind that is we don't want anybody getting into that environment, especially somebody from the outside, like a customer or a channel partner or whatever. So by design, those systems are not very friendly for the extended enterprise. SaaS environments though, if you can create something that's extremely secure like we have done, because we do business with the federal government and large financial institutions and that sort of thing, so we've cracked the nut of how do we solve the security problem. But now we're delivering that solution out over the internet, so it immediately makes it very accessible to those external audiences, the non-traditional employee, the channel partner, the independent sales agent and most importantly, that customer that's out there that wants to get closer to you and your product or service. How can I do that? Oh, I can do it over the internet and you're gonna help me. That's great. That's what we're trying to do for companies today.
0: How important are social and mobile functionality in an extended enterprise situation?
1: Well, I think it's critical, especially when you see the evolution of those technologies today. I often talk about, if you want to see what our world is going to be like in the next few years, just go to your teenagers and see what they're doing. Today, you can't go to school unless you have a cell phone and you have an unlimited text plan, I believe. I think kids today are learning much more differently than we did, and I think it's a good thing. And so, what we have to realize is, there's great leverage with these new technologies that are coming out. And what we saw with the extended enterprise with this concept of, hey, we have a customer that's a large software computer company. They had channels and VAR partners all over the world. And um, they had a lot of knowledge that they wanted to share. But more importantly, there was knowledge that existed in the heads of people out in these partnership you know, organizations, their resellers and everything else. And they wanted a solution that said, how can we tap into the knowledge base that exists in the heads of those people by using our social learning platform in the extended enterprise model what we were able to do is have people then start sharing information tips techniques knowledge wisdom mentoring all these things that will help other VARs, resellers and internal employees learn from what's going on in the field on the front line so the trick is to make that information accessible how do you find it How do you publish it so easily that everybody wants to participate? Once you create this knowledge base, you have a fantastic tool that's very hard for competitors to one-up, if you will.
0: The return on investment and really the savings the businesses would get from using an extended enterprise solution must be impressive. It is,
1: and we found in our research that many of our customers are able to save significant amounts of money. We have tools, too that allow you to go out and measure the effectiveness of your programs, look at how much you invested, and then measure, if you will, what the return on that investment is. So built in with the system, you can already go out and then analyze, I wanted to make this change, I wanted to see if it had an impact, and now I can validate back to my CEO or other executives within the organization, look, we made this investment, we created change, and this is the return we're getting on that. That's a very, very powerful tool, and again, it aligns directly with the business results that organizations are trying to accomplish.
0: What are some of the questions that companies should be asking themselves as they look to deploy an extended enterprise solution?
1: I think one of the most important questions to ask first is, what are we trying to accomplish? What is our business objective? Are we trying to increase sales, increase revenues through maybe independent channels, Are we trying to, as I mentioned before, decrease product returns? Do we want to educate our customers about our products and services? Do we want to create a closer relationship there where they're tied to us, not just because they bought something from us, but because now they're getting more out of that relationship with our organization? These are the kinds of things that you have to ask first. What are we trying to accomplish? What are our business objectives? Once you've done that, then you can come back and say, does this extended enterprise concept fit as a potential solution for that and in many instances i think it does because i don't know of many organizations out there that aren't trying to do something with people outside their organization by that i mean not you know not just the employee even in the healthcare area for example i may be trying to influence as an insurance company as a healthcare provider clinicians nurses others how can i impact them through education absolutely so It's not just for companies that are, you know, in the private sector trying to make money. We're even doing this in the government space where government agencies now, because of some recent mandates, are trying to recoup some money by reselling content so they can pay for their training and save taxpayers money uh, by delivering training internally to their employees. So all of these kinds of things fit into this extended enterprise model. And if you do these kinds of things, it can save millions of dollars to your bottom line or he can save millions of dollars for taxpayers.
0: That's really exciting. How would someone interested in this get started?
1: Well, the easiest way is to pick up the phone and and call us on our 800 number. But I understand that a lot of times you want to do a little research first, you want to go out and check some things out, make sure you can talk intelligently with the organization, and you can shop around and compare. And I think that's a wise thing to do in today's marketplace. So if you don't want to pick up the phone and call us, then you can basically go online. And on our site, we have a number of different tools to help you out. There are lots of things from checklists that you can go through. It's simple as asking, you know, we ask a number of questions. And once you answer that question, it'll branch you to something else. And it'll give you some ideas about what you're trying to accomplish. So even if your business objectives aren't clearly defined, or how you're going to accomplish that, this will help you do that sort of thing. There are also then templates that we have. The templates could be, once I kind of have defined what I want to do, who do I go to? And how do I reach out to get the information I need? So we have actual Word documents that are like uh, RFI templates, RFP templates. We have PowerPoint templates so I can put my logo in there and I can uh, put my own points in there and then I can make a presentation to upper management and say, look it, this is the objective that we're trying to accomplish as a business. Here's a potential solution. Here are the companies that I think can help us with that. So everything is done for you. You could spend thousands and thousands of dollars and go to an analyst and sometimes they're very, very helpful or you could basically go to this site and get this information. So we have a new product out there that I'm very excited about, and it's called the Extended Enterprise Sherpa. It's this concept on steroids, and it even combines some of the social kinds of things that we've been talking about here. It allows you then to use and leverage these tools, and it even includes you know, a return on investment calculator, those kinds of things. So I highly recommend going out to our site, look at these kinds of tools that are out there, and then start your process, start your journey there. And then once you feel like you've got everything loaded up, then give us a call and let us compete for your business and see if we can do the job for you. All of that is available at www.geolearning.com. Frank, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you very much, Craig.
0: Thank you for listening to today's GeoLearning podcast. For more information about Geo Learning or information about this podcast, email info at geolearning.com. Outsmart. Outmaneuver. Outperform. We can show you how.